This episode is brought to you by Boar's Head. If you're looking for something delicious, look no further than Boar's Head Pitcraft Turkey. It's slow roasted with real mesquite wood chips to give it a real pit smoke flavor. And its authentic dry rub made of paprika, brown sugar, and Mexican chilies gives it a bold taste you need to experience yourself. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Find Pitcraft Turkey at your local Boar's Head retailer. This episode is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and they have plenty of wireless plans to choose from, like the $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data, 5G coverage, and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Learn more at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Roraconda has a tracking process in which you receive your vehicle in a timely manner. Once the perfect CRV, HRV, or other vehicle is selected and ordered, the reliable rep will continuously track its whereabouts to keep you updated. If that doesn't mean elite customer service, what is? As always, visit Rorik.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now... We start the Ajaga podcast from... That, from Ben Avon, the very first stop on the 2022 People's Gas Fireplace Tour. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the... Out of you. Yeah, jag off. Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jag off? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sevak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jag Off Podcast. If you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, uh, we would appreciate that you subscribe to it. Subscribe to it through the Odyssey app. Subscribe through it to through uh, Apple iTunes. If you're on iTunes. We'd appreciate if you leave a nice comment. The fireplace tour is something that we do. We've done, this is our third or fourth year, right? We started off with a porch tour. It's too cold to go outside in the winter, so we said fireplace tours. So we're in front of a, we are in a house right now that has six fireplaces. Oh my gosh, yeah. Six fireplaces. And you can see the dining room table well set. Of course, we kind of like, we ghettoed it up with the Jagoff sign back there. So (laughs) (laughs) We're good at ghettoing, yeah. So we know you don't want us to don't welcome us into every house that's been staged, but there's a story behind it. And we get to talk to the folks who, who really made this all happen. Right. They don't live here, but it, they sort of do. I don't know. I'll tell you about it once they're on, but we have other things we've taken. We have a right? guy who takes pictures for the Steelers. We have a very, very cool. One of the f- new friends we found is a foodie on, on Instagram and, yep. uh, and social media. But before we do that, we have to remind you that uh, every day, Monday through Friday on 100.7 with Kelly, we do the talk of the time. Yeah. And we're switching things up because this is where we tell you that we then declare who's the Jagoff. So if you follow us, you know that Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we write a blog post about Jagoffs in the city. Typically, it ends up being something with road rage because John has it almost 99% of the time. So we get people doing ridiculous things or we pull headlines from Pittsburgh that are like, are you kidding me? Who's this Jagoff? But um, and then we declare on Friday who the biggest Jagoff is on Alista. But Alista had a little lunch with us at Wahlburgers this week, and she said, let's change things up for 2022. So we're going to bring you something with a parking chair where we basically say, what else is going on? But that's it. I'm just going to tease it a little bit, right? But the good news is it looks like Jag Off of the Week may move to Y108. So you get to hear us on three different stations. Yes, yeah. um, can we just I real think- quick talk about how you millennials started this thing called Dry January? <laughs> we hate it, okay? So we, heard, we didn't even know it was a thing. 
It's so stupid. We think it's the stupidest thing we've ever heard because our North Country brewing beer was doing so well, and now you people want to go dry. Trying to put us on the skids. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we didn't like it. So instead, uh, we are doing a growler contest. So basically, we're doing let's make a deal, you jag off. And we, we will, if you go to our Facebook event page, you'll see what item you have to bring to what bar, and you win this amazing growler. We've had the two winners so far say, holy crap, I've never seen a growler this nice, which of course our friends at Inslids did. Every other day at 11 o'clock on our social media, Facebook yeah. and Instagram, we post where you get to go bake your next deal and what item you have to take to We are on what? The Beer Hive right now? Beer Hive is on today as and we're recording pickle, this podcast. And it's a something pickles. Something so pickle. go to the Beer Hive. Yeah. Right. Steve, Chris, you, you guys want to come on in here? Yeah. This is the behind the scenes exciting part when it's we It's so try, exciting. They walk in. We try to, we try to corner lawsuits by people tripping over our wires. <laughs> Sit down. You're nice and skinny. I like almost break your couch when I sat. Oh, my God. Awesome. Talk about dry January. Like, so, Steve, you're no uh, stranger to the podcast. You've been on our tailgates. We've done hockey with you. We've done all kinds of things. Kristen, first time, though, right? Brand new. Yeah. All right. So Brand new. Tell us what affiliation you guys have with this fireplace tour stop just jump in what gorgeousness this house is do you help Kristen? not at all <laughs> my question was not relevant feel I'm free sorry. to answer Go rachel's ahead. no that's okay that's it. uh so we obviously a real estate agent but uh, this is one of our houses that we flipped recently um honestly it's so gorgeous that we didn't have to do a whole lot to it so uh, lots of character as you can see i know you already mentioned it has six fireplaces that is true. Um, master bedrooms, probably one of the nicer ones, but that's a master bedroom. So, but yeah, it's um, it's it's a great place to call home. Ben Avon is, and then this house on top of it is just absolutely wonderful too. Steve, if you don't mind, you do work here as well. So talk about the Ben Avon area because oh, we did talk. Colin's last looking now. Yeah. Like Colin's been two <laughs> two episodes in this area, and he's like. I think I've talked to Steve about there's maybe so a much property. to walk to here. Yeah, Ben Evans, fantastic. Um, it's we're right up the street, so we're right on church, and we claim our claim to fame is the king of king, claim to fame. The, the servers in the back one, are getting fired. I think <laughs> one uh, one five two zero two, which is the zip code here. Yes. Um, so we we like to think that we have a pretty good grasp on one five two zero two. Um, anything that's happening in Ben Avon, we tend to say we, you know, we, we kind of know to say River Point Realty. I was just getting, yeah. Kristen, I was like, what's the name yeah. of it? Yeah, yeah. Real estate. River Point Realty is our brokerage. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, more than likely if you're driving around Ben Avon, you're probably You've seeing, seen it. Yeah. You're seeing RPR signs for sure. Yeah. So as typical Pittsburghers, it's across from the anchor and anvil, mm-hmm. right? Because basically who doesn't get coffee there i mean we talked about it last week too we were at the music note right next door to you but it is a great little area but talk a little bit about so as i you know i start to mother and i don't mean to like john's colin will tell you i start to mother because i've known steve and his family since they're young obviously if you haven't heard me talk about team pittsburgh i don't i don't know where (laughs) you've lived but um steve is is certainly one of the people if not the person that my boys look up to for hockey. And we just, as you said, had him on a tailgate talking about you were on the NHL network. So there's, there's like a couple ties here. I mean, just, just a little microphone drop. He was on the NHL network talking about hockey, but you kind of, you graduated from Duquesne and then you fell into the real estate business, right? Yeah, I actually, um, thankful I have the wife that I do. She was the one. I knew that, that would segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. She, she allowed me to, uh, kind of, pursue I, I kind of felt lost in, in a way um, and found real estate and because of her I had the opportunity to start 
and survive the first two years because that's a general rule of thumb is yeah. survival. Sure. Survive the first years and you made it. And uh, I think I definitely made it. It's definitely a calling card for me. I, I feel like I was meant to do this. And yeah. the, the nice benefit is being in nice houses like this, but helping the amount of people that you help, the, the, all different walks of life. And it's, it's a really cool thing. But how does it work then? So through real, real estate, you find these types of houses and you say, I'm going to help kind of what does that what does that process look like for you to kind of flip it as we yeah. were saying? Uh, so obviously buying and selling is a little bit different than the flipping side of things. Sure, uh, the deals are much more difficult to come by. Um, this one in particular, we actually found through a wholesaler, so um, they tend to just want to sell it pretty quick. Um, other opportunities, um, you know, if you know somebody who maybe their father passed away, grandfather passed away, something along those lines, you had then have an opportunity to, um, you know, um, deal with the difficult circumstances that they're in um like delinquency is one of the big ones especially with the COVID era right so a lot of people are needing to potentially foreclose on the property well you can kind of come in and and buy it as an investor offer cash which is always a nice thing um and then you tend to get a little bit better deal whereas if you put it on the market then things are but are you predominantly in the ben avon area or or it just so happens it's where your business is so you can again we do a lot in ben avon just because we're familiar with the area sure um we tend to try to stay in Allegheny County. Um, mm-hmm. We do have other um, Washington County. We have some people down there. Uh, Beaver Butler. There's other teams that we have up there yeah. for, through RPR. But myself, in particular, we try, tend to stay in uh, in Allegheny County, or more specifically, this immediate area. Okay. So go back to Kristen because I want to hear about this because kudos to you. It is true. I mean, I don't know that you were ever lost, Steve. You, you always find a way. You were a great salesperson, as we know, not were. You still are. And so I love the fact that in this day and age, because let's face it, times have changed. It's, everybody works. So it's not like it was you know, when our parents were younger where it was like the mom stayed home, the dad did the work, and gosh darn it, let me kind of – like it is true, though. She kind of put you guys – you went through school. You became a PA. As I said, Kristen's this really big nurse. And John says, so you're a nurse? And you're like, I'm a PA. <laughs> Talk about that. What is that dynamic like? Because you have two different industries. What's it like right now in this climate being a PA? Oh, it's crazy. But I, bet. <laughs> um, but I mean, going back to everything, I mean, we've been together since high school. I went away to college at Penn State and then grad school at Lockheed. Then, so, I mean, we've kind of been through it, you know, sure. and then figuring things out after school and, uh, you know, but he stuck with me whenever I was sure. <laughs> going through, you know, all those things with school. And then he just wasn't super happy doing what he was doing with sales and real estate. He loved immediately, you know, Isn't that so great? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was hard to see him not happy with yeah. what he was doing before. And he loves what he's doing now. Like, and you though, so I want to know about John, you're more the medical person. Do you have questions? Hey, do you have questions for Kristen that I wouldn't know? No, to ask? I want to know, you know, um, as, you, as you went through the schooling and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, like he works odd hours. You may work odd hours. I don't know. Luckily, so, not too odd. Oh, yeah. is that right? Okay. So, yeah, Your specialty I, is more of a nine to five or Monday yeah, through Friday. Yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah. So I'm uh, in urology. It's yeah. a private urology group in Monroeville. It's okay. Urban Urologic Associates. So I'm in the office and the hospital. 
mostly during the day. I do like one weekend a month too at the hospital. So so we have to become Facebook friends because I'm approaching that age, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, where I might need urology. I but, think it's funny. But the, the funny, the, what yeah. we want to know, we want to know some background, some dirt on Steve, uh, Kristen. Oh, so boy. like <laughs> he's flipping houses. Yeah. Does he, does he know how to fix anything? Oh, Is he good at that? He's learned a lot. Is that right? Okay. All right. Yeah. We've been in our house that we bought like six years ago and neither of us really knew anything <laughs> but that helps whenever you are just thrown into it and you yeah. have your own house and you have to figure it out so he's learned a lot <laughs> we've had plenty of problems at our house Pl- I was plumbing before, I was and... say, before even flipping started yeah the sense of pride you get whenever you yeah little renovations a and or something along okay those lines. yeah, yeah. or forget time. to replace an o-ring for your toilet yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's Brought to you by KB oh, Plumbing. Yeah. Right. And then the other thing would be is, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you eat some food, you go, oh, you know how to, I need to, I need to buy this, come do it. Like every week, I need to come eat this every week sometime. So when, how many times does he come home and say, hun, we're buying this house. Oh, we're moving. Because oh, he knows of a house. I, I mean, we both are kind of obsessed with like looking at houses yeah. all the time. And looking at houses far out of our price range. And he, I mean, it's every other day yes. sending me a house. So it's like, we got to buy it. We got to buy it. And it's she like, says, you got to stop sending me these. We're going to yeah, buy one eventually. They're too, they're too nice yeah. and they're too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but we love looking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just real estate in Pittsburgh, all different areas. It's really interesting. So Steve, coolest part of a house that you've seen, like we know Pittsburgh toilets. We know, you know, that the. Any cool thing you've seen from an older house, like, wow, they used to this or that. Like in my house where I grew up, we had a, we had a doorway like this Mm -hmm. and there were, there was wood on it, but we had no idea that there were these wooden doors hidden behind there. Mm -hmm. What's one of the coolest things you've seen in an older house? Um, actually one of my other flips, we actually had the Butler steps. I don't know if you're familiar with the Butler yeah. steps. So Butler steps, obviously. Back um, whenever oh, like Robert. behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually Willie's house was like that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Shadeland. That was mm-hmm. probably one of the cooler things that we did. Originally we talked about taking them out because there wasn't a whole lot of, um, cabinet space in the kitchen. And, um, my business partner said, no, we got to keep them. Like it's such a cool, unique it, aspect yeah, of the you house. Would think. And, and so we end up keeping it, but you don't see a whole lot of houses. I mean, I mean like this one is one was late 1800s early 1900s houses back then they did have butler steps those things did exist right in today's houses they don't so you know that's a good point too because so often we've done various things like in the north side the historic part of the north side Mm -hmm. and you're not allowed to make those kinds of changes because of the historic Mm -hmm. parts of the house whereas something like this you can kind of bring it up to code or even structurally right like yeah something different because it is a historical district you're not allowed to change a lot of the houses or the dynamic of the house they want them to remain the same um so that's why you see like buena vista streets absolutely right. gorgeous yeah. yeah that's a great and point the difference between an old house and a new house is the new ones are pointed like they're sure oh, okay that's to the extent of it because they're not allowed to change the face of the house see i can remember learn. like uh when i grew up in mckee's rocks like the, one of the streets was where all the rich people lived mm-hmm. the woolies and on, I remember seeing a house there that uh, on Graden Avenue where it had this sunken living room, and it was the Woolies Mansion back then, right? Sure. And Crafton has a lot of that mm-hmm. kind of place. But Ben Avenue is very much like that. This is sort of like where the rich people lived for a long time in the steel industry, the, the industry, uh, 
whatever steel, coal, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, you see areas like this, and even Mexican War Streets um, down on the north side. I mean, those houses are early eighteen hundred or late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. So they've been around for a very, very long time. Um, there's certain areas that are relatively new um, that don't have the character, but yeah, you that you do see. Um, you know, yeah, you could probably say the rich people lived in Ben Avenue. So, <laughs> and they maybe yeah. still do. Who yeah. Knows? <laughs> maybe <still> right. do. <laughs> Look at you. I mean, you knew all that history. I'm kind of impressed. I did my best, Rach. You really did. I you did didn't go best. by the I scripts didn't at all. I sleep at all last night. I wanted no. to impress the boss. No, you didn't. Now, Kristen, do you help with staging anytime, or is this all Steve also? All Steve. Yeah. Oh I just gosh. support. I'm <laughs> impressed. I am really impressed. Uh, although I do think she would be really good at it, though. Yeah. Well, like, I we, know. I've seen her taste. I was going to say, she recently redid our living room, and I was... I was well sure about it, but it turned out pretty. Damn I good. have to say, and I don't. How many years are you married now? Seven, <laughs> six years. Six, six years. Like, okay, yeah. Nine, four, your six. shower I still talk about was one of my favorite showers because you grew up in. Um, it was going toward Ohio. Where were we? So my my grandparents are from there. Yeah, okay. from um, Beaver Falls. Beaver like Falls. Chippewa. Yeah, could, yeah. You know, I don't I'm know the area. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, but my my pap had a, a shop, and then my dad still does Gump Gardens up there. So he's still there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it was the yeah. most gorgeous. I'll have to pull out pictures for this. Well, but it snowed May fifteenth. Yes, <laughs> so that, yes was not, that was right. not expected. That is so and, funny. And it was at her brother's winery. When oh, it was. It was so cool. It was one of the most unique things. That's why I just assumed you had great great taste Chris your sisters helped with that too so that was excellent (laughs) well listen you guys we appreciate that you're hosting this Um, where does everybody follow you obviously for Riverpoint and for um, social media just lost lost my journey thought where does everybody follow you for that yeah big time Instagram for sure Um, I think it's what real estate Steve Steve G on Instagram sad that I know that though right Uh, yeah Riverpoint Realty we're everywhere like I said 15202 but we, we do go everywhere um, yeah, if you're looking to buy a house, then definitely reach out. All right, question of the day. So, you know, we're it's the fireplace tour. So I know that sometimes, like, I thought about repeating, you know, one of our questions and, like, what do you roast and all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. But basically, we live in an era, because of COVID, everybody binge watches now. So the question mm-hmm. is, best Netflix series to binge while cozying in front of a fireplace? What are you guys watching right now? We just said last night we're not watching anything. Uh, is it a dry what, January what, what, for Netflix too? No. no <laughs> okay. No, We've no. just worked what, through everything. I was going to say Ozark just came out. Ozark just, new, just new come out. Ozark Fourth out. person who's there talked about go. this. I might mm-hmm. have to start that. Yeah. I literally was like. Jason Bateman's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I was like looking through. I'm like saw that, saw that, yep. saw that. For whatever reason I didn't watch it. All right. Ozark is. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. Thanks guys. You always This episode is brought to you by Boar's Head. If you're looking for something delicious, look no further than Boar's Head Pitcraft Turkey. It's slow roasted with real mesquite wood chips to give it a real pit smoke flavor. And its authentic dry rub made of paprika, brown sugar, and Mexican chilies gives it a bold taste you need to experience yourself. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Find Pitcraft Turkey at your local Boar's Head retailer. And uh, we want to thank, again, Ernie Ritchie Sausage, who, uh, who gave us not only sausage, but Mancini's bread. We have to thank Yin's Lids for the mugs that the guests get or the, the homeowners get. We have to thank North Country Brewing for some of it as well. Sinbin Creations, who gave them some cool glasses. And, of course, again, North Country Brewing with the six-pack, right? 
pretty cool. Sweet. Look at you. That I was know, pretty right? smart. I appreciate that. And All thanks, right, Mark obviously, with a C. To, thanks, obviously, to Mary Mac for our next guest. Yes, right. So, Mark with a C. Very cool that you know Mary Mac. First of all, give us some dirt on Mary Mac. Listen, before you even say that, Mary Mac is also part of this tour, but what she does is gets everyone's addresses and sends them a care package afterward. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, she sends Mary Mac Bakehouse stuff. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, no, you're good. So give us some dirt on Mary Mac. Like, Is there dirt on Mary Mac? Some, say, there has to be some kind of failure point in that woman's life. I've only known Mary for about five years, but I don't have any dirt on her. All mm-hmm. I know is that she's a very good cook. That's all <laughs> yeah. right. Cook, baker. Sure. And yeah, then, like, she true. randomly pops up with, oh, yeah, I've done that. And it's like, I don't know, planted seeds in Arizona. And you're like, what? Like, right. you know, she has these crazy things right. that happen. So we are so appreciative, as we said earlier before we went on, that we had a couple of guests, unfortunately, again, because of COVID, have to reschedule. And you were like, sure, I'll come on. And part of the reason that we wanted you on was because, like we said, on our Yajagov group page, people were going crazy over his photos. Mm-hmm. And Talk to us about that. Are you, I know you were asking ahead of time, are you with the NFL or are you licensed to kind of um, do things or how does this work with your photography? So I'm, I'm a freelancer. I work for two different companies, um, kind of just bouncing all over the place. Like whenever an assignment pops up, they, I get an email asking if I'm available or I request events ahead of time and kind of all over the place between the two whenever yeah, whatever the work is needed. Up. And we'll get to this in a minute, but how fast did the email go back when they want to know if you could cover Ben's last game? Actually, that one was sent out earlier in the year. And when I first seen it, I was like, oh, it's going to be the Browns. I'm going to get to watch the Steelers get their butts kicked by the Browns at the end of the year because the way the season was looking in the beginning. And then as the season started unfolding, whenever I realized it's probably going to be Ben's last home game, I got really excited, like more excited than I was. I bet. That's I, pretty cool. What was the sense of the – I mean, do you want to go into the game or do you want to talk Whatever a little bit? What was, the, what was it like being at that game? Because I feel like Pittsburghers truly appreciate that feel no matter who they're playing, truthfully. I mean, name a team and we're like, cool, I'm game. But that game, my, my son actually went and said, you could just feel from start to finish. Describe that, it, what it was like. It was different. It was really similar to like a playoff game. I've got to shoot a couple of playoff games uh, back in 2016 and – I think 2018, it had a different atmosphere. Like even like the when they played the Renegade at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it had a different pop. It was you could tell everybody was just like really really excited and kind of at ease. You know, it's yeah, had a yeah, different, definitely had a, a different feel one. to it. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't. I, did Did you see more like fanfare? Like were the fans more into it? You could feel their reaction, or was it just was it more like somber? Because I feel like you know when you're watching it on TV, you can't really tell. Like, are they yelling? Are they excited? Or is it like? Because huh? you could also tell they were sad by it being yeah. his last game. No, it was it was more. Uh, I've seen a lot more Ben Roethlisberger jerseys and signs. Okay. Like during the game, like Ben would just make a simple check down pass and everybody was chanting let's go ben let's go ben so definitely a different different feel like everybody was kind of just saying like their thank you did that change the manner in which your direction was for for, like the photographs like do you feel like you were maybe getting more crowd shots that game than you would have had it been a different game yeah i was definitely trying to be aware look for cool signs like because I, I shoot for wire services, so like my main thing is I'm looking for photos itself or articles or for blogs. So I was just trying to be aware of like any cool signs or there was a whole bunch of shirtless guys of all sevens on their stomachs. And <laughs> God love them. They were probably were in their 50s. Yeah. <laughs> What's a sign that you saw that you thought was interesting? 
Um, I seen one. Someone traveled from Mexico. It said here to see Ben from all the way from Mexico, and I can't believe how many miles it said. Oh wow! How many miles they traveled. I thought that was pretty awesome. Like they traveled across the halfway across the globe. Uh, Mark, we've had photographers on here who take pictures of this city, and quite frankly, like the city is pretty. It's I know it, you can get the greatest picture just by. It, it's like a woman who doesn't have to wear makeup, right? She's exactly. Just, just the city's just beautiful, right? Yeah. But taking pictures at a an athletic event seems a little more difficult because I have this one picture. I I can't remember. It's Cordell Stewart. His head is being twisted around, and his helmet is around his face. I'm like, that was so lucky for that photographer to mm. be there, right? Yeah. So you can't cover the entire stadium. Is So two questions. How do you make sure you're kind of in the right spot? It's a matter of luck, but a matter of being prepared. And then do you like to take the more close-up picture where I see this, or do you like the bigger, wider pictures? What's your style? Um, two good questions, John. Thanks, <laughs> Rachel. What's up? Boom. I uh, definitely like both, but I'd like to try to stay more like towards like isolated, clean backgrounds, like tight detail. Okay. I like to shoot very low to the ground to try to make everything look bigger, glorified. My big thing is I try to get like the detail that you can't see from the stands or from the TV. Right. So yeah, like the the helmet stuff, like oh, I love all that. Like I got I got a picture of uh, Devin Bush. Uh, I think it was his rookie year whenever Andy Dalton was still playing for the Bengals. He was actually kind of doing the same. It looked like he was trying to rip his head off. Oh, is that right? You can see Dalton's face like in agony. And I like seeing that kind of stuff. Like, cause you he, like agony, Mark? That's why he came on the podcast. Yikes. <laughs> Thanks, Mary Mark. <laughs> no, I get it. And I think, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, is it easier to capture, to capture action or sentiment? Um, the action kind of actually crushed my questions. Mark. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. I would say the action's harder, but it kind of comes more natural. Like I grew up playing sports. So sure. like knowing the sport helps, like kind of having an idea of what you think is going to happen next or gives you like an idea of where, where to stand. Like, right. That's basically like, it's comes down to what you know, and then it's just being lucky. Like, like if every, once uh, the team gets into the red zone, like everybody's all rushing to get around the whole back of the end zone. So you got to hurry up and claim your spot. And then you just have to be lucky, like, because they could just run the ball to the opposite side of the field. And then your shot's just a basic looking shot. Have you elbowed anybody out? I you were going to ask that. I do. That like, yeah. We asked Ian Smith uh, from KDK these yeah. questions. Like, do people going to. I actually did. I got into a little <laughs> altercation a couple years ago with somebody. <laughs> Mark, go ahead. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. Okay. Some, somebody that I didn't really like too much. Okay. There was uh, like uh, the players were jumping into the edge of the stands and all celebrating. And uh, you know how like the defenses will now like all post for a photo. I was in like the perfect spot, like just luckily right there. And some guy comes in last second trying to like elbow and push me out of the way. And we were like going back and forth. And he goes and pushed me out of the way. And I threw an elbow up and caught him. That is such a good start. John, that was good. That was good. I felt like I was on the field and I got caught up in the Right, play. right. Like, you can't help it. But I guess you're all vying for that same shot. Yeah. And I, I get it. I get it. That is so funny. <laughs> and I guess I always – it's sort of a joke, but it's it's sort of the reality. You know, we do marketing, PR, that kind of thing for a living. And if we have to video something – and, you know, thank God for the iPhones because they've certainly made it easier. But I'm not very good at capturing. Is it more about the technology of what – what, what you're using or is it the talent of knowing how to angle it? I would say a little bit of both. Like okay. with the digital cameras, it's made it easily for like more people to get into it. Sure. But like as a, once you get to a certain point, like if it's a modern camera, it comes more on technique and style and 
just yeah. kind of knowledge of how to use use the tool to get what you want to look out of it. Right. What's the biggest change that has come from a, a real camera versus an iPhone? What's the biggest change that's helped you in your job on, on camera um, equipment? Probably like the speed of the focus. Like that's uh, a major key. Like the newer cameras, the autofocus, it's pretty awesome. Like the newer ones can like lock on people's eyes and stuff. Wow. And uh, the sensitivity to the light with the newer cameras, it makes it possible to shoot things like you really couldn't have done like 30 years ago. Interesting. Especially with like the sports, it, like a huge advantage. Like back whenever they were shooting film, like they'd have to actually one film ISO setting. You know, like nowadays you can just turn a dial on your camera and adjust on the fly. Crazy. You, and people like us think we're really good when we know how to use the portrait mode on our <laughs> iPhone. Like, oh, it's blurry in the background. Look at me. I'm hot. That's what I, I don't think. That. <laughs> I just am like, phew, it worked this time. I was within eight feet. <laughs> when you take the pictures, you have to submit everything. Do you own any of it? It's like, right. can I call you up and say, Mark, I have a, you know, a, a mink, a Kirkpatrick says thing. Fitzpatrick, we can fix yeah. I have a f- fan who would love a picture. Can I buy a picture from you? Fortunately, I can't. Like anything I shoot for the wire services I work for. Okay. I uh, I have like the copyright too, like my name's on it, but uh, I can't sell. It's only for uh, editorial use only, like for blogs. I or see. Gotcha. Cards or so when you're there, every picture you you can't like this camera's mine and this camera's theirs. You can't do that. No, I, I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, I right. Ask, I, I bet. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's a commonly right. asked. That's question. a very cool job. We love cool. It jobs. is a cool job, and I guess my question, not I guess, I hate when I do that. I hate when I say kind of or guess because I'm asking it. Um, is it just? Like action shots that you're doing, do you do primarily sports or do you do, are you hired for many things? Um, I shoot weddings also. I haven't okay. done as many in the last couple of years, but uh, I mostly do sports stuff. Just because I, that's your interest or yeah, that's... I'm a huge sports guy. Yeah. I like to travel a lot also. I do a lot of travel photos, but those are just for fun. Like yeah. Like myself, like maybe I'm sure. or books. Do you cover the Penguins also? I've only ever made it to two Penguins games. I'd like to start shooting some more. <sighs> Let's, let's get him in there because right. I really want to see more. Latang, my boys were so impressed with me the other day because I said, "Man, Latang was in quite the fight." And my husband like looked at me in the rear, like, "Who is talking right now?" But it was <laughs> it was such a good fight, and I thought, "Wow, to be on there to see that happen would be amazing." Yeah, you know, I've seen the photos cons- some people took, and it was awesome. of that game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Mark, it would be great if you could do a wedding and capture a fight or a tackle at the too. wedding. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud! Oh for crying out loud! Oh my gosh! Well, and you can actually see Mark's photos on our Jagoff group. We're so happy to say that Mary Mack had posted some of them. But do you have a site where people can look at some of the things you've done? Yeah, my website needs a little updating, but it's markalbertifoto.com. And that's M-A-R-C. It's, uh, it's a K, actually. Oh, my gosh. Mary Mack gave <laughs> wow, me C. I'm blaming you, Mayor. We call, we, I call. Wow. I stand corrected because I was like, it's Mark with a C. Right, and I made a big deal about it. You I did. Er, rewind. Yeah, rewind that. <laughs> so Mark with a K, yes. Albert I. Yes. Okay, exactly. perfect. Question of the day. Do you want to ask it? Do do it. All right. Best Netflix series to binge watch while cozy in front of the fireplace. What are you watching right now? Right now, I've been really obsessed with Peaky Blinders. I didn't know it existed until a couple weeks ago. What got your interest in that? Um, I was looking up, like, I was obsessed with Breaking Bad. Okay. <laughs> I like crime stuff, and someone, I read online somewhere that someone recommended it, if you like that kind of stuff, that yes. you like this also. Do you have a hard time understanding them? I did at first, but, like, I, You're I put cutting. subtitles on. Catching on, the yeah. The accent's kind of hard to get a little bit, but now I'm... That's what Willie watched. Yeah. You remember now, the Irish? They're all Irish. Yeah, yeah. Now I find myself like talking like in the accent to my friend. <laughs> 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 they think you're one of them. That's funny. I trust-
This episode is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and they have plenty of wireless plans to choose from, like the $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data, 5G coverage, and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Learn more at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Had people drop this week because of COVID. We're so over COVID. Not dead. Not dead. Just no, dropped. for crying out loud. Yeah. Just not able to come on. And thank you so much to our guests who literally, what was it? It was under 48 hours that they committed to doing the podcast, which means like maybe they like us. Yeah. I don't know. It's something like that. But we've wanted to talk to you because we've been so happy. You've worked with us um, with Sprezzatura. We follow you on some of the foodie kind of things. And what I found quite interesting and the reason I really wanted to have you both on is Colin told me when you guys were at Sprezzatura, he said that you came in and he goes, it was really cute because her husband came in and he came from work. Like he had work boots on and he really wanted to support it. And I said, oh no, he's tricking you. He wanted some of those Sprezzatura meatballs is what I think happened. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think it's super cool that you guys are like tag teaming this and supporting each other as, as a food blogger now. So welcome. Thank you so much for thank having you. us. And yeah, we, we do love you, so that's why oh, I thanks. committed oh, to it. Thank God. <laughs> thank God we paid you enough to say that. <laughs> that's a good answer. So I really, really we're all about talking to you. I'm all about talking to your husband because I watched him work very hard while you were taking pictures of food. But, <laughs> but because he's a very good light holder and everything. But first, just give us the background on your blog and when you started and why you started it. Because this is neither of your full-time jobs. That's no. the cool part. Yeah, no, it is not. Um I am a biomedical engineer, and I moonlight as a food blogger. And he's an electrical engineer, and he moonlights as a very nice social Ugh. media husband who supports me. <laughs> Insert multiple eye rolls in case you right. didn't see them. I feel right. so stupid Right, today. right. I graduated I high school. Degree. Right. I'm a marketing guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh my no. gosh. No, I mean, between Kristen and being a PA and, and going to both Penn State and Lock Haven and talking to you guys, I mean, we're just dummies, but this is interesting because these are unique jobs for sure. And that's the beauty of Pittsburgh is that, you know, and I even heard you talking ahead of time. You live in Gibsonia area. Mm-hmm. You have these, these serious, intense jobs. What is it about blogging? And I know that was sort of the, the question you were going toward. Why blogging? Is it because your jobs are so intense or because you're so focused on such big things that this is more of like a release? Kind of. You're actually, you hit the mark on that. I love food. I come from a family of foodies from India, and I am from India. And I feel I felt the need to just showcase a little bit of my culture and cuisine to Pittsburgh. Mostly it started as just showing it to my friends and also making more foodie friends so we could eat more. That's just the whole goal of everything is eating. Eat. Yeah, right. Eating and drinking because I'm 100% food motivated. <laughs> so that's, that, that's it. So that, that's how it started. But then, and also in doing that, I really love the fact that I could infuse a little bit of my culture and just give people a little more of an outlook of what Indian cuisine and culture is. And along with that, just supporting the plethora of wonderful Pittsburgh small businesses that are growing and out there and just supporting the family restaurants, the businesses, all of that. And I love it. Do you find if you go to an Indian restaurant in Pittsburgh, is it pretty legit at this point? Do you have a like culture-based cult- legit? Yeah, yeah. You know, knowing what you know from, from India. That's such a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Certainly don't want you to talk bad about anybody. That's for sure. But no. are we close? 
Well, yes and no. Okay. So a lot of Pittsburgh, and this is not just Pittsburgh, this is just United States in general, and I think North America, a lot of the Indian restaurants that are there, I feel like they're all lumped together as Bangladeshi cuisine, uh, yeah, sure. Pakistani cuisine, and Indian cuisine too. So it's kind of called, it's all sort of lumped together. And they, it's all good. All of this, these cuisines are wonderful, but they're all different. They have their nuances and everything. But there are definitely Pittsburgh restaurants um, that are doing a great job of uh, of just having regional cuisines there. But and I think what I hear you saying, because you're right, it is a loaded question. And it's almost like, I don't know that he's asking you to choose, like, like who's your favorite kid? I mean, we know, might on mine. But, you know, but ultimately what you're saying is we don't, we as Americans don't always differentiate that there are different types of dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that, you know, I'm, I'm Irish and Italian and, and German. And so when I, when I have what my mother makes as Italian food, what my mother-in-law makes as Italian food, it's two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to the Olive Garden, I mean, apparently, uh, you know, see, I was about not to name them. <laughs> totally I was kidding. just about to Sorry. Name. I was just about, yeah, that's not really like it's Italian. But do you know what flavor, I'm saying? So I, I think that's Italian. what you're saying about yours yeah. because there's so much more to be explored right exactly yeah and yeah. that's kind of my goal with my with my instagram blog too yeah okay i love that so talk about how you kind of brought your hubby in did you say i'm going to do this and you're gonna like it too <laughs> <laughs> I, f I feel like that but i think i think tony for me when we met too and i i told tony this was our first almost the first thing that i told you that i love to cook hmm. and i love to cook from a lot of different cuisines, and you're going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and you said? I said, that's great. <laughs> I didn't get that much experience growing up with uh, all these different types of foods that she's exposed me to in the last six years that we've been married. And that's together. wonderful. But yeah. you have to be a spicy food lover at this point, right? And I always did like spicy food. Okay. Like that, you know. Or is that mischaracterization? It is spicy. <laughs> Indian food is spicy, right? Well, it's, it's spicy, not as a hot spicy. It can be. Different parts of India are, but it's spiced. Okay. Because we use a lot of spices. And to that, I'd say that Tony was the one who actually got me into hot spicy because he ate way spicier than I ever did. So, yeah, we started growing ghost peppers right. and Carolina Reapers, and we are, we're, we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're crazy level right now. Wow. <laughs> and it's all because of Tony. So, Tony, now when you go to work and they know what your wife does, not for her real job, but for her blogging job, they're like, Tony, like, where's the free food this week? Right? Is she making anything for us? Do they expect you to have the best lunch in the lunchroom yeah, at this point? Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things that I have to explain to people that they haven't seen before that I'm reading. <laughs> There was, there was uh, a friend of ours uh, was Indian, and we used to go to his house, and one of the things we would go in the corner and just steal all of them were these little, like, balls, and they were dipped in honey. Is that They were like a dessert. They were like Ooh. a pastry or something like that. I, I thought they called them honey balls, but I'm not sure. And I'm just curious as far as, yeah. does that yeah. sound familiar at all? It they were about the does. size of a golf ball and just kind of bathed in honey and mm -hmm. cinnamon, I think. And there are that lots, so of, lots of Indian desserts like that. But I believe you might be alluding to gulab jamun, where they're like darker in color, brownish. Yes. Okay, and like white inside? Yes. Yeah, I think you had gulab jamun, and they're actually 
dipped in a sugar syrup which is scented with cardamom and all sorts of spices oh, oh they were addicted my friend tony and i we just not hit tony my other friend, <laughs> yeah tony, i know i was like wait you're not that we good were just sitting, we just sit there like get another one get another one we were trying <laughs> do to you it. find it funny that you called it a honey ball and she said no it's called a yeah glad right <laughs> <laughs> she says it's so much prettier right? i couldn't even yeah. i couldn't even attempt that no but. i couldn't have it either no okay so that's it so your tony your favorite food of the indian culture do you have a favorite yeah i think it would be dal which yeah. is yeah i think so describe it's, it it's a lentil dish it's made almost like to the consistency of a soup i would call it yeah oh, okay yeah Right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you get to you get to go home. <laughs> oh, this round. You did. You did. You, you get your bed in. for another night, Tony. And now we obviously have to thank you because coming to our first fireplace stop um, for people's gas, throw that in there. Yes. Uh, you brought rosemary. Yes. Shortbread cookies. I shortbread. Got salted rosemary shortbread cookies. It looks like biscotti. Yes, it does because I cut it in that longer shape, but okay. it's definitely not biscotti. And I, 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 if I call it biscotti, Tony's family will kill yeah. me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Are you Italian? People. Is that why? So you understood my Olive Garden yes. pun, right? <laughs> no, uh, it's um, it's my recipe. It's like a it's a shortbread cookie, and I've been bringing it to everybody because everybody loves it. They're very quick and easy to make. Okay. And, so it's um, like your go-to. If you're just going somewhere, you're like, oh, I'll grab my... Yeah, okay. I, I whipped it up in like under half an hour today. Wow, look at that. It's so, it's so easy and anybody can do it. Like, seriously. It's so here's a serious question and I know you're probably not prepared for this, but like I'm a mom, a working mom of three. And so I struggle every day with trying... My goal is to have at least... So five meals a week. We mm-hmm. do pasta Sunday with my, my mother, usually on, on Sundays, obviously. And Saturday isn't anything goes kind of thing. It is so hard because every time I make the goal of I'm going to prep, you know, X day is going to be prepping. The X day goes away. <laughs> what are those like quick meals that are good? Do you get asked that often? Because not, mm-hmm. let me point out too, that not all food bloggers really like to cook. They just like to try different mm-hmm. foods and describe them. So you have this unique ability to kind of do both, right? Yeah, and I I love cooking, and I love cooking because I love just trying out new things too. But to that, I would say there there is so much that you can do. But something quick and easy for especially the winter would definitely be from the Indian uh, diaspora. It would definitely be dal. Dal mm-hmm. is very easy, and you can get like lentils. They're dried. They keep all the time. You can keep it all year round. You just soak it. And then boil it, put it in an Instapot with a little bit of garlic and uh, turmeric if you want that to. That sounds and delicious, you're good actually. to go. Serve really it with rice. It's so easy. And similarly with bean dishes, you can do so much. So Indian culture dishes are are healthy. They're Wait, I was, jump- no, I was going to ask for meat stuff because, you know, I live with carnivores. Mm-hmm. I don't eat meat, but my family does. Any? Can you throw like a, just throw chicken or beef in with something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Okay. And I am the meat eater of the family. Okay. Tony is, weirdly enough, more vegetarian than I am. <laughs> Has he been cast out of his Italian family? I'm sure, like I have been. <laughs> yeah, he's, like he been. came to you for rescue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you could definitely do so many wonderful meat dishes too. And the good part about cooking with spices is that it takes very little effort to make something just taste amazing. Yeah. So that is always good. And okay. I have various recipes on my 
IG that you can, they're actually there and you can follow. I have some very nice videos too that I recently started doing that you can follow and they're super easy to do. I love it. Sweet. And, you and me. since you <laughs> led us there, where is everybody following you? What? Oh yeah. So I have an IG account, an Instagram account, and it's called That Curry Smell. And I recently started on TikTok as well. Who hasn't except you and I? That dance where they go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what dance you Everybody and their mother does that dance now. Oh go my ahead. god, I pulled a muscle doing one. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> so did John. That's why we're not on right, TikTok. That's why I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, but it's that curry smell. And I recently, and I do a lot of wine pairings as well with a special focus on Indian food. I Sweet. love that. I love and it. I do think it's so important because we, you know, we say this very often and, and you're not from Pittsburgh or both of you not I, from, I'm you from are Pittsburgh. from Pittsburgh. Okay. So Pittsburgh, obviously we were not known for what we're known for now, right? We were this smog filled, you know, coal town. And now here we are, you know, being ranked for things like most livable city and foodie town. And who would have ever thought that? And, and that's kind of the cool part that we've, we've, grown you know we've really matured into that and so when you think about where we are now there's all these little pockets ben avon might be known for x you know and squirrel hill is known for this but it is so true because we need to be more educated on how we can get even better on specific foods like that absolutely yeah pittsburgh has just grown so much i came here about nine years ago for okay. school and at that time it wasn't even one sure. tenth of what it is right now and it's so wonderful i absolutely love being here and just testing so out all of the amazing that. food i love hearing that. all right so her address for dinner tonight is... <laughs> <laughs> and we're having honey balls all at john i don't know <laughs> no thank you guys so much and i appreciate that you even have recipes there because let's face it we all need to share that kind of stuff and help each other to kind of figure this all out so our question thank of the you. day you ready for question it? of the have, day you're not allowed to you're not allowed to cheat off of each okay. other right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we <laughs> let Kristen and steve cheat they kind of combine yeah right yeah, they did right Kristen's like steve we don't watch netflix right, right now and he's like oh Yes, we he's do. Like, it's Ozark. He's like, I forgot how long we were married, too. So, yeah. so are you binge watching anything is basically it. Netflix. It doesn't have to. I say Netflix, but I think it's because I just aired. I go to that for some reason. But if you're kind of curled up and in, in, in front of the fireplace, what are you guys watching? Oh, Dexter. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Are you is it is it still on? Is it still well, going? Well, they or? just had the new blood season, the newest one. Okay. on. But uh, yeah, but you kind of are more into something else that I kind of, I glanced through. Yeah, the Yellowstone. Oh, we heard about that. Yeah, yeah. It's really okay. Yeah, Is it good? It. No, I've heard it's a very slow start. It depends on what you're into. I mean, okay. I guess they kind of build up the characters. Okay. Into. Yeah. Jeez, I feel bad. Not, I, been, I feel like I'm I, not. I bet you watch news. I know. <laughs> That's good. I mean, Yellowstone, if you want to binge watch it, they've got really cool looking guys. All right. Ah! <laughs> There you go. Well, you have to refer to my cookie blog and see really cool looking guy on my cookie blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah your right. cookie blog really right. had it. That was your abs, right? You know, they were abs. my abs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you, thank so you guys much so much, and we get podcast. to chat and listen yes. to Jess again. I'm pretty right. excited. Cool. So. Thanks, Thanks for guys. Things that are broken, you only. I 
it's me, the sun-soaked tropical hotel looking for a companion who enjoys short walks to sandy beaches and exotic bird sightings. Must love a spontaneous voyage on a privately owned catamaran. My strengths include ocean and jungle views, your choice, plus the occasional ukulele serenade. My only weakness? You'll never want to leave me. Download the Hotels app to find me. You're perfect somewhere. So, Jess may look a little bit familiar because we can't believe it, but it's been three years since we had her on. And a quick stroll down memory lane, we do the social media marketing for Insulators Local 2, and she's an insulator. So, girl power. I love that. I love that. And, uh, And we were at the Christmas party this year, and Jess said, you know... I haven't been on the podcast and I was like, I see that. Let's get her on. And here she is. So that's pretty exciting. Problem solved. Problem <laughs> solved. Yeah. Go to a Christmas party and your problems right. are solved. Right. And you were on an, a porch tour. Is that right? Did we take her to a porch? We tour? Were on a porch. That was my first ever yeah, podcast. It was, uh, it was your experience. friends. Oh, cool. It was Eric. It was Pazkowski's, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was Pazkowski's. Right, right, right. Wow. So, so this was cool. And uh, tell us like what's happening in your music world. We know about what's happening in the insulators world right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So. Blah, blah, blah. Let's hear about the music career. Well, my music world is amazing. I've um, been playing music since 2007. So I have a lot of friends, and I've seen them go to Nashville. I've seen them go to Florida. I've seen them come back to Pittsburgh and say, well, Pittsburgh is one of the most thriving um, live music scenes as far as... Really? Well, you know, we're a foodie. We are a foodie city, so we also are an entertainment city on top of that. That's a great point. So you always have, like, the jazz in the in the wine bars, and you have the bands, and you have food mixed with drinks, and it's just a great city to, to be entertained and to enjoy life, you know? So wow. we do have a thriving music, um, even, even though I feel like it's kind of in its infancy. Like, there's a lot more that can develop. Well, I, you know, if we've ta- as we've talked about before when it comes to the music scene, I think we did these dips and valleys, right? Where started out, we have all these amazing people from back in the day, and then people left. They just kept leaving. Mm-hmm. And now, because we're transforming into so much more, I think we're getting the music scene back. Is that your take? Yeah, and do you see that, are the musicians tight? You know, everybody's kind of, is it Like helping each other. Friendly, competitive? Oh, totally. Or, yeah. Like, we're totally tight. I mean, there's a couple, you, you know, in every group, there's always a few that are kind of like self-serving. That's with any community. But yeah. for the most part, everybody in the music scene, we support each other. We collaborate. We And that's kind of like the magic that makes it happen. And it's happening more and more. So I'm glad to be kind of like an OG in the scene now. Yeah, it's been like <laughs> it's You're been, an OG. Yeah, I totally am. It's been like 14 years I've been playing. Wow! Out, and they they dubbed me the the hardest working woman in in live music. Well, um, if you go to your website, I mean, I I was like, wow, you played there and you played there and you played there. Yeah, I used to play like three gigs a, a week, and I'm trying to take a break now because. I mean, you can serve the entertainment industry or you can serve the culture. And I want to serve the culture. I want to be able to serve um, women and give them, and especially women because I'm a woman. I have two daughters. I was raised by a single mother. I feel like a lot of the music, the empowerment women f- music for women is very, um, it's very, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like got a negative energy to it, in sure. my opinion. That's so my opinion. So we need to change that. I mean, that. even though it's supposed to be positive, it's kind of negative. It's kind of like focusing on the negative things that we're fighting against, but it's also we're, we're, we're kind of giving into the power 
of women being objectified, sexualized, we're actually creating more of that by focusing on that. And I feel like women can be leaders and they can be um, wholesome and still be entertaining. You know, you can, you can be a good role model and still make it in music. And I, I would love to prove that. That's awesome. So tell me this. Uh, who do you look to either in music or not music? What three women do you think you use as a role model as far as how to um, conduct yourself? Oprah. Yeah. Okay. Um, who else? Are you giving free stuff to everybody here? No. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. you're yeah. getting shortbread. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. Um, I love Oprah. And I really like, I, I look to basically anybody who's made it from nothing to something, you know, like yeah. Martha Stewart. I know that she's had a lot of problems. Who doesn't have baggage, though? She's I got hear baggage, you. But like, for crying out loud, people, she's, she gave and, her time. Um, like, just you know, people people who aren't perfect, but you can make it from nothing to something, and um, you can also find purpose at no matter what stage you're at. Too. Well, wouldn't you even equate that to your insulator job as well? Right? I mean, there was a. There you was said a, we weren't talking insulators, know, but, but really, you, she kind of led us there to mm-hmm. it. You know, like That's true. something from nothing. Whatever you were doing prior to being an insulator, that wasn't a job typical that a woman would go do. Right. So you kind of broke a ceiling there as well, right? Well, my dad was was forcing me to do it because he kept taking me to dinner and begging me to try it for years. And I was like, fine, I'll try it. Because I was hustling, doing music, a massage therapist, and I was working weekends and nights. And it was just really toxic to my family life. And so Mm. my dad told me, try it out for a year. And now here I am seven and a half years later. And um, it's really been an amazing journey for me as far as seeing that you might have an ideal in your brain about who you want to be and what you want to do, but until you actually go out and try something, there's a reason why um, people, something keeps popping up, you know, like it's not going away. Like, okay, well maybe I'll try it and I love it. And now my daughter, she's 19 and I think that we're the first mother and daughter. Like, did you know that? No, I didn't um, know that. Duo. Duo in active in the union. I might be wrong, but I feel like we I need to find I don't that know out of any. Yeah, that's yeah. We need cool. to find that. out. So she's 19 and she's totally independent. Like she's got her own health insurance. She's bought three vehicles and just up, keep upgrading her own apartment. Damn. And she's killing it. She's loving it. And she has no debt. Colin, that's a blog not. post for March. Yeah. Women's <laughs> month is March. Support right. women's yeah, month. And maybe we need yeah, to do some post. kind of features. So, so now we need to have you sing another song. Okay. All right. But before we do that, like where does everybody find you on social media? Um, I'm mostly active on Facebook. I have a music page. I have a group called fans of just sides music. And you can also find me, um, on my music page is just sides. Um, you just Google that and you'll see a girl with a guitar and that's me. Like the dictionary, like there's two sides to every story and you can also find me on Instagram at B sides. Just that's the same as the word B sides, but without the E it's just B. Nice. B. Like a B side of an B-side. album. Like the B side of an album. Like B sides. Just. John, he yeah, caught see, that. I, I, oh man, you are quick. Oh, just please. <laughs> You're Please. the first person that ever actually got that. You're like, there's a connection there. Boom. Boys, what are you we? Hey, what are you binge watching? What are we? I don't, I have a TV and I don't even watch TV. I'm, I consider myself like an alternative culture, like, uh, advocate. John. 
That's John. Have you met each other? Can I introduce you to each other? <laughs> if anybody's binge watching something, I'm just like, I'm not watching that. It might pollute my my independent thinking. Wow. I need to stay away from, like, I stay away from popular culture, like, for a large part, except to do, like, research. Yeah. Or if, like, it's just not going away, like, like, like Ozark, it's not going away. Hey. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I know. Watch that. Um, so <laughs> I... Right. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. What yeah. is this? So um, when I binge watch, I usually I have a lot of subscriptions on YouTube. I do like um, Evan Carmichael. I do um, Tom Bilyeu. I do uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of it? He's a football player. He's really cute. Lewis Howes. I do all these um, interviewers, kind of like you. They interview people, but they're like the mass. They're like the. They're like motivational people. They motivate. Like, and you're not. Dude, I'm not. People like. They interview successful people like Jeff Bezos and wow. they interview all that. They, they, and so that gives me ideas on how I can put ideas into other people's heads and help. Like that's where I want my music to kind of yeah, be like that's awesome. a funnel of inspiration. And so that's why I'm taking time off of gigging for like the next three months after February just to kind of write and brainstorm. I love and that. Wow. Re- realign myself with my purpose because I've been yeah. running on a hamster wheel for 14 years. I mean, being a mom and having full-time work, you can't expect when you're not a hundred percent dedicated to something. I'm talking about my music that you're not going to really get too, too far. Like you're yeah. going to find purpose. You're going to get places, but you're not going to get, um, exactly where you want unless you get a, a firm uh, vision of exactly where you want to go. Boom. Man. Strong. What a good ending. Strong All right, ending. We're All gonna right. have you kind of instrumental into All right, our thank so everybody, yous, yeah, can sing. Is that yeah cool? give us a little music bed so we can read our ad and then you go right into your just got a little strum a little bit. Okay, we'll hold can the I microphone. introduce the song first yes. oh, and say yeah. why I picked it? Yeah. This is called it. Trust in You. It's actually based on scripture, um, Proverbs um, chapter three, verse five and six. And the reason why I'm picking it is because the song is about how like we're all on earth like having a, a human experience of multiple failures and that to keep returning like to your your sense of um, center, your joy or God, whatever you want to call it, and to trust that you're going to get where you're supposed to go. Man, this is I deep. Feel like I was at the deepest podcast yet. Yeah. All right. So, thank God. so uh, we have to thank everybody. Thank the Ernie Richie Sausage. Thank the Sinbin Creations. Thanks to North Country Brewing. Thanks to Yin's Lids. Thanks to Mary Mac Bakehouse. That was and thanks good. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to People's Gas for the porch. I keep saying porch for right. the fireplace tour 2022. And as always, thanks to Colin and Tracy for putting this together. And thanks to Steve and Kristen for hosting. Thanks to that curry smell. And Tony for coming on. And thanks to Jess for being our musician. And as always, thanks and to Mark, Rourke. Mark with the K. And Mark. Where did Mark with the K not right. see? Right. Buster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go into Honda. And so Rorick Honda has a tracking process in which you receive your vehicle in a timely manner. Once the perfect CRV, HRV, or other vehicle is selected and ordered, the reliable rep will continuously track its whereabouts to keep you updated. If that isn't elite customer service, what is? Visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. All things that are broken. You only can make new I fail and you assure me You always follow through yeah. 
guys have a good weekend. That was amazing.